Hey, hey everyone, we're back once again and we've got some great news! The McLaren 765 LT, you heard me right! 765 LT, the long tail is back! Is a flame-spinning, track-ready 720S with 755 horsepower. And if any of you have seen videos on the internet about 720S's drag racing, we all know that 755 horsepower is an understatement. It's not true. It's probably got like 855 or nearly 900 horsepower. But anyway, less weight, more carbon fiber, and a whole lot of twin-turbo V8 power. Surprise! McLaren just unveiled its newest supercar, the 765LT. It's an even more extreme version of the already fantastic 720S, sporting new carbon fiber aero components, less weight, and 755 horsepower. The car was supposed to be unveiled at the Geneva Motor Show, but that got cancelled, so here it is. The 765LT is the latest car from McLaren to wear the legendary long tail nameplate, which originated from the F1 GTR long tail of the 90s. The 765LT replaces the 675LT. The, the hilarious thing is that you could just swap all the numbers around and you basically had the 675LT and the 765LT. Anyway, as the newest limited production track car in McLaren's Super Series range. The 765LT is essentially a 720S turned up. Horsepower from the 4-liter twin-turbo V8 engine has been up from 710 to 755 horsepower, and torque is rated at 590 pound-feet of torque, an increase of 22 pound-feet. That's thanks to new forged aluminum pistons, a 3-layer head gasket from the Senna, an extra fuel pump, a new oil fuel pump, and a quad-exit titanium exhaust that's 40% lighter than the 720S unit. The 7-speed dual-clutch transmission has been upgraded with Formula 1-grade materials and gearing optimized for throttle response and quicker in-gear acceleration. The 0-60 sprint happens in 2.7 seconds, and 0-124 takes just 7.2 seconds. However, the drivetrain isn't the only thing that's been updated for the 765LT. A new aero package that includes a carbon fiber splitter, bumpers, diffuser, side skirts, and wing helping to generate 25% more downforce than the 720S. The front hood, fenders, and doors can also be optioned in carbon fiber to save more weight. Even the license plate bracket comes in carbon fiber. The windshield and side window glass have been made thinner to save weight, while the C-pillar and rear screen, rear screen windows are made of polycarbonate. All that carbon fiber means a claimed DIN curb weight of just 2,952 pounds, or about as heavy as a new Porsche 718 Boxster. What is DIN curb weight? What is that? I will be brutally honest, I have absolutely no idea. That hydraulically actuated wing adjusts based on speed when the driver presses a dedicated aero button in the cabin and fully deploys during, during heavy braking for stability and added stopping power. Up front, track width has been increased by 0.24 inches and ride height has been decreased by 0.2 inches. The rear geometry remains unchanged. The springs have been replaced with new lightweight units and paired with helper springs to save weight and maintain load in the suspension during full rebound scenarios. This all adds up to a car McLaren claims can produce the quickest lap times of any Super Series model. If somehow those improvements aren't enough for your driving style, McLaren will offer a club sport pack. Shouldn't it be package? We'll offer a club sport package for 765LT buyers that adds carbon fiber bucket seats from the Senna and a telemetry system with three cameras to record track sessions. It also includes carbon 
carbon ceramic brake discs from the Senna, as well as bespoke pads made especially for the car. Buyers can go one step further with the Club Sport Pro package, which adds a titanium harness bar behind the seats and six-point harnesses, though we don't expect that to come to the U.S. McLaren is building just 765 examples of the 765 LT Coupe, with delivery starting in September of this year. Considering the 720S was our 2018 performance car of the year, we only expect good things from the long tail version. We can't wait to get our hands on it. Man, that, I'm so sick of automakers making like really, really limited versions of like the 675LT, and they're only going to make 700. Sorry, of the 765LT, and they're only going to make 765 versions of it. I would you okay? The Viper is not a fantastic example because it's already a low volume vehicle. However, that is a go faster version of you know of the normal viper and they didn't limit production on that car production wasn't wasn't mass production numbers weren't massive anyway but they didn't limit it limited numbers of a vehicle to me really should be reserved for like uber special edition or special edition cars and i know that mclaren high value marquee they kind of have to be exclusive and limited to to give them their value but mclaren's apparently already lose <laughs> lose a lot of their value as it stands so it's just annoying because you're you're hardly ever going to see one. I mean, you hardly ever see Vipers as well. It's just such a shame that such an epic, such an uber-capable track car is limited to less than 1,000 units. Even when Dodge did the Demon, they limited it to like 2,200 units, but at least it was over 1,000. At least 1,000 people, excluding the ones that got crashed, would be able to get one. It's just such a shame, but I guess that's what makes them... When you see one, it makes it such a special event. It makes it so emotional because they are really really rare and if you're wondering what it looks like basically just a slightly more ex extreme 720s that that's all there is to it really it looks like a 720s that's a little bit more capable it doesn't have i mean it has a wider and fatter front lip quad exhaust it has like a rear a rear canard canard thing that seems to have come from the senna the Active spoiler seems more aggressive than on the 720S as well. It's got a side skirt, but basically, it does look like a more aggressive 720S. I like it. I never... In fact, I still believe that the 720S is the best-looking McLaren that they've ever made. Including the P1, although that's also fantastic-looking. This thing's probably going to cost, I don't know, 500000 no, 600000 We'll have to see. But anyway, I know, once again, probably a bit of a short episode, but there's only so much to go through here. If you like, on, or if you've been watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, maybe comment. And if you do subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time I upload. If you're listening on Podbean, follow the podcast, like the episode. I That's very much appreciated. Same thing on Spotify. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road and you don't have or don't want the Podbean mobile app, just boot up Spotify, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, Choose whatever episode you want to listen to before you set off, and you'll be good to go. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all in the next episode.